Hello, I'm Paul Mangel. And I'm Yulia Stancheva. Welcome to Just Say the Word, a podcast in which we pay homage to our relationship with words, their meaning and their power to create our world. In every episode, we invite a special guest and ask them, what is your word? What does it mean to you? Where does it come from? As we immerse ourselves in the world of each guest, we'll tell you the story of their chosen word and how it relates to their life's experiences, successes and achievements. So our guest on this part of the show is Isabel Weiss from Zurg in Switzerland, the founder of Alpha CRC, who has 40 years of professional experience translating from English into French and German and many, many, many millions of words. Isabel, welcome to the show. Very good to have you with us. Thank you, Paul. Nice to be here. And now it comes to you to just say the word. Left-hander. That's a fascinating word. This really is something that you should explain to us. Why have you brought left-hander to the show today? Basically, I was thinking that um, everybody would come up with a really pretentious word like freedom or liberty or democracy <laughs> or You're belief very... or Christianity. And I just thought, well, uh, I should really come with something a little bit more exotic or a little bit you know, less talked about. And it's a word that had quite a big importance for me when I was growing up, when I was very small, because it really was the first encounter I had personally with um, prejudice, stereotype. And you, you, you are left-handed yourself? I am myself by nature left-handed, yes. Well, that's interesting. Um, I have a, the absolute opposite story to tell, which is that um, I'm a family of five, mum, dad, brother and sister, and I'm the only one who's right-handed. The other four are left-handed. <laughs> So <laughs> that's amazing, yes. yes, because it does seem to go by genes, actually. Yeah. That's what they seem to have found out. Yeah. Um, but where I grew up or in my family, I was definitely, you know, the odd one out. I did not know of anybody else who was a left hander. And it was the same at my school and uh, originally in the kindergarten, where I only stayed for three days because I found it very, very boring. But I did not know anybody else who was left-handed. We have stories from around the world where the word left finds its way into lots of pejorative aspects. In Switzerland, where, where you grew up, was there a strictness to it? Were people trying to make you right left-handed? You know, were you being teased because of it, because people didn't understand where it came from? I was just definitely looked at as an oddity. Um, so, you know, my first day at school, we were just all asked to write a letter. And of course, everybody else couldn't write. They were just scribbling. And that's really what the teacher was expecting. But I actually knew how to write the alphabet and write some words. But the problem was that I wrote them with my left hand. And so this teacher, who was also, uh, she had actually wanted to be a nun. And so she was terribly Catholic and very conservative. And she just basically completely ostracized me from that moment because she was you know, going to teach us all how to write with the right hand. And the fact that I could already form my letters, but that I did that with my left hand was absolutely a no-go for her. So, so basically my first day at school was a complete disaster. That's really tough, isn't it? But, I mean, <laughs> because on that side, you know, when you're there and you 
there must be an element of all young children who, you know, they want to flock together, they want to be there, they want to, you know, be like everybody else. And it takes a lot of yeah. spirit and courage to to not be like that. You know, is that an origin of something within you that that was rebellious, or did you what what yeah. did you feel at that time? Well, as I think, I mean, it was obviously a big surprise that you know this was seen as something special and different. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't really want to believe it, um, and it was also only the first in another range of um, uh, categories that I was put into um, that I didn't know about at that time. You know, one of them was that my parents were the only ones in the whole canton that were actually excommunicated officially by the Pope for not being good Catholics. So, you know, that was just another one. But, you know, there were just various things that um, I think I had as, as, as categories which uh, disadvantaged me. And being left-handed was just a big surprise because that was the first time that I, I encountered this kind of prejudice. Um, and your earlier question about was it um, a strict um, uh, rule in Switzerland that you should write with your right hand? Yes, indeed, it was. And they were very strict about it. I got lots of um, you know hits with a yeah. cane yeah. on my left hand because yeah. that was the bad hand. And they were really all absolutely adamant that I have to write with my right hand. And of course, eventually, you know, they got me to, to do that. Um, because if you know what it's like to be a left-hander, of course, um, you know that it's actually very difficult to write with ink. Yes. And at that time, we still had a little well in our desks yeah. at school, and that was full with ink. And we had um, a pen that we had to dip into this ink. And of course, if you use your left hand, um, writing, normal writing, you smear everything. Yes. So my, my sheets never looked really clean. Um, and so I got, you know, additional <laughs> reprimands for that. But then I, I actually immediately realized that, of course, I could write absolutely perfectly if I wrote in the other direction. So, you know, even now I can write absolutely beautifully with my left hand from right to left. Uh, in mirror writing, just like Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, wow. There you go. I mean, they um, do. That's, <laughs> I couldn't ask the teacher to bring a, a mirror to read my essays, you know. Yes. No, but that's another thing that, that you know, I mean, for, for, there are these, these kind of notions about left-handed people, and one of them is their, is their intelligence and, and ability to be able, you know, it is using a different part of your brain. And, that's right. And, yeah. and, you know, those synapses are connected in that way, and suddenly you can do things that other people can't. In the Middle Ages, I mean, women who were left-handed, so they had the disadvantage of being left-handed, and they were women, and they were sometimes um, thought to be witches. Yeah. So, you know, there were lots of bad things attributed to people who wrote with their left hand. And as you said at the beginning as well, in many languages, the word for left, like gauche in French and so on, and in Spanish too, izquierda, it actually also means clumsy and, uh, you know, it's not a positive word. Yeah, I mean, exactly. In Spanish, por la izquierda, you know, it's it's... It's underhand, you know, if you're doing things that a la derecha, you know, that's you're doing them in the right way. But, you know, yes. if you do them por la izquierda, it means that you're up to no good kind of thing. It's so, kind of secretive or, yeah. or, yes, yes, yes. Let's think about it now as a label for somebody. Mm -hmm. Does a danger come with it that's not to do with being uh, uh, inclusive or uh, allowing people to understand oneself, but actually exclusive as the number of labels grows? I, I think, 
you know, trying to categorize people into good or bad or Catholic or Calvinist or black or white is obviously the obvious choice. You know, this is, is, is always bad because it, it does create these stereotypes. It means that you attach certain uh, prejudices to them. It, it, does, it does make for excluding. And what we are now doing, of course, is, yes, we are making so many different proliferation, as I think you say, exactly. of categories that it actually becomes extremely complicated as well, you know. And exactly. We have to, and then, of course, you, again, then you have the opposite, like, you know, we had male and female toilets and bathrooms, and now we have neutral ones. I mean, we're now all going to the same toilet again, you know, so is that a step forward or is that a step backward? I mean, it's quite... Um, well, being a translator, that must present its own problems in various languages. If you're translating from English and it says, um, <clears throat> you know, um, it says just somewhere on a, a thing, teacher showing the children what to do as a, as a caption to a picture, for instance, but you don't see the picture, you just see the legend. Well, you know, if you have to translate in, that into almost any language, you need to say, well, hang on, I need to see the picture. Is this a man or a woman? Yeah. Because we don't have terms that just um, define uh, a profession without actually assigning a gender. There you are. You're a left-hander and, you know, you've been, uh, you've been told off by the strict nuns and you've been kind of, in a way, though, emancipated because you're, you've been freed in a way or, you've, you know, you are allowed, you know that you are somewhat rebellious or somewhat different. Is that one of the driving forces that helped set up Alpha CRC when you set it up? <laughs> Did you want to say, look, everyone's doing it in a particular way, but I'm going to do it in a different way? Well, it's, you know, I hadn't thought about it like that, but I, I think it did instill in me a bit of a rebellious spirit, you know, that you have to prove yourself all the time, that you have to, you know, prove that, yes, you can do a bit better than the others, even though maybe you are the odd one out. Um, again, coming back to Switzerland at my time when I went to school, I mean, okay, if you came from a really rich family, as a woman, you could see yourself perhaps becoming a doctor or a dentist, perhaps a lawyer, but Anything else, you know, we did not think we were not encouraged to go to university. We were not encouraged to become professionals. Everything at that time was, I mean, I am talking about the 1960s here. Everything was geared towards, you know, okay, as a woman, maybe you can do, um, you know, eight years, nine years at school, and then you become a secretary and, you know, and that was kind of my destiny. And I was quite convinced from a sort of early age that I did want to do something better than that or different. Yeah. How did you start, Alpha? And, you know, where, when was it and, and how big was it when you started it? Uh, it was very small. It was, ah. <laughs> it was just me. Right. Um, so, I mean, I had obviously been a translator before. I had been working for various agencies as a freelancer. And one of the sort of um, big things that really made me think that it would be nice to do something a bit more defined and a bit more special and a bit more specialized was that you know agencies would ring me sometimes and say oh um you know have you got time can you do a translation and I say well you know I probably can but what's the subject matter and the agency would say oh this one is about female hygiene articles mm. and I said so well, so why are you ringing me oh because you're a woman Oh. Well, <laughs> I thought yeah. that was not a very good idea. They'd ring me similar, you know, with something about cosmetics. Well, I have no interest in cosmetics, so yes. why should I be doing that, you know? 
Yeah. So I had this idea that I wanted to build up something where um, I would be able to choose the kind of translation that interested me, uh, an area where I could really contribute something new and innovative um, and where I'd be doing something different from everybody else. And when that opportunity presented itself, I, I think I just jumped on it. And I thought IT and software and computers, that was a completely new area with very little standardized conventions. Um, you know, when I was quite successful doing my own thing, then of course clients said, oh, can you do other languages as well, Spanish and Italian and so on. And that's how I then started to look for translators into other languages who were kind of driven by the same idea that they wanted to do something defined and not just anything under the sun that somebody thought, you know, they could, they could do. Yeah. Well, one thing that you definitely have done, um, you know, whether or not left-handed, you know, is exclusive in some sense, uh, putting everybody under one roof and making uh, sure that there's a common theme with integrated teams uh, on, on, on projects. That's a very inclusive thing. I think, you know, translation is a cooperative process. It's a collaborative process. Even now, a lot of the people here at Alpha, they find that really the exciting um, side of translation, that, you know, there is this constant constant exchange. Yeah. And also, you know, that language is, is changing. And I think that also brings us back to the left-handedness. Yes. When you think about it, even in Switzerland now, you know, it has changed. I mean, people are now not forced to go into be becoming right-handers if they were born as left-handers. So even in Switzerland, <laughs> a very slow country, you know, some progress has been ma made. It also does show humanity can make progress. We, we can learn and we can do things better and we can improve and we can do away with prejudices and we can become more integrative and, and inclusive and, and so on. And I think that fills with a little bit of a sense of hope. Just say the word. Just say the word. According to the English dictionary, the usual meaning of the word left-handed is using the left hand more easily than the right. But there is also another not very flattering meaning referring to someone being clumsy and awkward, as well as insincere and dubious. Some of the synonyms for left-handed in the English language are awkward, butterfingered, graceless, ham-fisted, ham-handed, handless, heavy-handed, and unhandy. In my native Bulgarian, the translation of the word is levichar. And it not only refers to someone who is using their left hand easier than their right one, but it also has a negative connotation attached to it. For example, there is a saying, imaš dve levi rece, or you have two left hands, which implies that the person is clumsy. While on the other hand, there have always been notions of something righteous about the right hand. The right hand is supposed to point in the right direction and do everything right. In older Indo-European languages, even a special word existed for right hand, as evidenced by Greek dexios and the Latin dexter. In many modern European languages, including English, the word for the direction right means correct or proper. In most Slavic languages, including my native Bulgarian, the root prav is used in words carrying meanings of correctness or justice. The linguistic bias against the left side and left-handedness in particular is deeply rooted in many languages, including the Spanish language, which we will explore together with the lovely Sonia Arroyo, 
She's our language detective in this episode. The translation of left-handed into Spanish is zurdo, which means naturally leaning towards using the left hand and left side of the body. The origins of the word zurdo are uncertain, but most likely the word is coming from the pre-Roman languages. It's even older than Latin. Most probably it has a Basque origin. The Basque country is a region in Spain with a language that is very different to Spanish and other regional languages in the country. The word zurdo has not evolved much since its creation thousands of years ago, which only shows that left-handedness is as old as mankind. Generally speaking, the word left-handed has many negative associations in the Spanish language and culture, but also has some positive notes too. In Spanish, derecho means right, and the opposite, izquierdo, means left. The word also implies the meaning of the correct way of doing things. In addition to this, in some parts of Spain, they use the word cucho for the left-handed and ducho to the right-handed. These expressions have a derogatory origin towards left-handed people, since cucho means manure or the fertilizer produced from it. Sometimes cucho simply means pig, while ducho means literally to be an expert or a skillful person at something. There are some phrases and idioms with negative connotations too, like levantarse con el pie izquierdo, literally meaning get up with the left foot, that means starting your day in a bad way. Nonetheless, on the contrary, there is one idiom, tener mucha mano izquierda, literally to have a lot of left hand, which is actually positive, as its use suggests that left-handers are more adaptable, intelligent or creative than right-handers. There is one poem book written by Valencian author Virginia Canto named Poemas para Zurdos, and in this book the concept is that the poems are unfinished. We relate to the idea of imperfection sometimes related to the left side, so that the reader can finish the piece by themselves and be part of the creative process. The idea of having a side in our body, the left side, that represents the most artistic side of ourselves, is fascinating and has a scientific background, as it is directly connected to the right side of the brain, which controls intuition, perception, creativity and emotions. Oppositely, the left side of the brain is connected to the right side of the body, which makes the human body pretty harmonic if you think it. Funnily enough, my second surname, Izquierdo, happens to mean left side. We use two surnames in Spain, by the way. However, I am right-handed, but I try to use my left hand as much as I can, as apparently that helps with your creativity and balance in your body as well. explanation for the widespread negativity about left-handed is rooted in the etymology background of the word. The Latin word sinistre originally meant left or on the left side. And the earliest uses of the word in English, dating from the 14th century, pertain to some measure of evil. Left-handers have been subjected to deliberate discrimination and discouragement. They have been mocked and demonized throughout the years, especially from religious people who believe the left hand to be unclean or accusing left-handers to be consorting with the devil. The ancient Celts, for example, worshipped the left side, associating it with femininity and a fertile womb, while in Christianity, the left side has been pinned to immorality. 
Eve, who gets the blame for falling to temptation, is depicted on Adam's left side. And Jesus is depicted as sitting to the right of God. A description of Judgment Day in the Gospel of Matthew states that the sheep on the shepherd's right will be brought to heaven, while the goats on the left will go to the devil. In Judaism, ancient texts associate the right with strength and godliness, and the left with weakness. The left is associated with uncleanliness in Islamic texts, and eating or drinking with the left hand is frowned upon. All these beliefs and claims seem absurd nowadays. But it was only in the late 20th century when left-handedness became less stigmatized. And in many countries, particularly the Western world, left-handed children were no longer forced to switch to their right hand. Do you know that only about 10% of people around the world are left-handed, including some of the most famous people in history, like Leonardo da Vinci, Lewis Carroll, Albert Einstein, and Marie Curie amongst them. Benjamin Franklin and Henry Ford are listed as left-handed, along with four of the last five US presidents. England's Prince William is also a lefty, and some of the most influential artists of all time, like Michelangelo, Raphael, and Renoir, made the list as well. World-class elite football and tennis players like Iker Casillas, Leo Messi, and Rafael Nadal are left-handed. Rafael Nadal is actually left-handed by choice. Rafael is right-handed, but it was his uncle who recommended him and helped him become a left-handed tennis player. At just eight years old, Rafael, in the eyes of his uncle, played with both hands and had a certain tendency to position himself to the right. Hence why he was advised to hit with his left. Also, some Spanish royals are left-handed. Infanta Elena, the oldest daughter of former King Juan Carlos I, and Queen Sofia, and her daughter, Prince Leonor, are both left-handed. Even the former King Juan Carlos was left-handed, but forced to be right-handed. Some of the most famous musicians of all time who were, or still are lefties, are Jimi Hendrix, Sir Paul McCartney, Kurt Cobain, Jimmy Goodwin, Ringo Starr, David Bowie, Tony Iommi, and Celine Dion. And some of our favorite writers were left-handed too, such as Lewis Carroll, Franz Kafka, and Mark Twain. There are many movie stars which are lefties, like Julia Roberts. In Pretty Woman, she tried to grab that iconic ring out of the ring box with her left hand. Tom Cruise also knows what an impossible mission it can be for left-handers to use scissors. Cary Grant, Judy Garland, Katherine Hepburn, Sylvester Stallone, Will Farrell, Keanu Reeves, Jennifer Lawrence, Bruce Willis, Hugh Jackman, and Mark Hamill are also on the list. And since we are on the movie's wavelength, let's keep surfing while exploring some cinematic productions which are centered around the theme of left-handed or simply have characters who are lefties. Left-Handed Pianist is a documentary about the one-handed pianist Norman Malone, who is a survivor of devastating childhood trauma. It is a heartwarming story, depicting the heroism of Norman, who surmounts barriers to fulfill his talent and love of music. Southpaw is a 2015 American sports drama film with Jake Gyllenhaal, 
Marco plays a boxer whose speciality is a mean lefty punch. And we ought to mention here the Simpsons movie, and Eleftorio, which was a store located in the Springfield Mall that specialized in products made especially for left-handed people. The abundance of left-handers in Springfield is likely due to the show's creator, Matt Groening, who is left-handed himself. And let's not forget the iconic comedy TV series, The Muppet Show. Did you know that all Muppets are mostly left-handed? Why? As pointed out by CBR, Jim Henson's creations are largely lefties because most humans are right-handed. Our human genetics means puppeteers use their left hand to control the Muppets' head, leaving them free to do more dexterous work with their dominant right hand, which turns out to be Muppets' left. And here are some more intriguing facts about lefties you may not be aware of. Studies have found that individuals who are left-handed score higher when it comes to creativity, imagination, daydreaming and intuition. They are also better at rhythm and visualization. Left-handed stroke victims reportedly recover faster. While the reason is unclear, some believe it's due to left-handed people having to strengthen both sides of the brain to succeed in a right-handed world. Left-handed people are said to be good at complex reasoning, resulting in a high number of lefty Nobel Prize winners, writers, artists, musicians, architects and mathematicians. According to research published in the American Journal of Psychology, lefties appear to be better at divergent thinking. Left-handers may have the edge in competitions where opponents face each other, such as tennis, baseball and boxing. This may be due to the fact left-handed athletes have more opportunity to practice against right-handed opponents. Were this, left-handed college graduates go on to become 26% richer than the right-handed students. In addition, four of the five original designers of the Macintosh Apple computer are listed as lefties. There are stores devoted to selling practical and novelty items to lefties. Online shops offer everything from left-handed mugs and kitchen sets to school and office supplies, clothing and watches. This episode was produced by me, Julia Stancheva, for Alpha CRC. My co-hosts are Paul Mangel and Sonia Arroyo. Sound design, Alpha Studios. Audio engineers, Mikos Nanazi and Gerard Rodriguez. With special thanks to our guest, Isabel Weiss. If you haven't listened to our six episodes in season one, you can catch up with them on Podbean, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you like this show, please don't forget to share it with others, rate it and subscribe so you never miss another episode. Thank you for listening. We will be back in two weeks' time. Just say the word. 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 This podcast was brought to you by Alpha CRC. Global enterprise localization, local user experience.